We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. This is Greg Olson, inviting you to check out my new Blue Wire podcast, TE1, where I interview tight ends throughout the history of the NFL who have helped revolutionize the position. TE1 is presented by the Chevy Silverado. The Silverado is all about grit. It's strong and dependable, exactly like playing tight end. Just like the incredible players we sit down with on the podcast, the Chevy Silverado is in a league of its own. Strong, advanced, and dependable. Download TE1 today wherever you listen to podcasts. Joining me again, my guy, Spicy Sloth. <laughs> Terry, what's good, bro? What's up, man? How you been? Not too bad, not too bad. Finally, Am, I was telling you this before we started recording briefly. Um, been super stressed out, bro, last couple of weeks, just apartment hunting and shit. And uh, I know I've been talking to you about it because you've been helping out with VM for a while, how like... Everything that I've envisioned with this show and getting a studio is finally coming into fruition. So I'm super excited. Should be signing the lease over the weekend. But man, this shit has been a bitch to have to go through. <laughs> yeah, it's stressful, man. But it'll be so more than worth it. Yeah, yeah. The 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 long term and the initial return on investment, it's going to... I'm not worried about that. But the idea of like... Like, yo, I've never had this before. Like, I've been living at home my whole life outside of when I dormed for two years in college. So, I never, I didn't know, like, background checks and 
bank statements and tables and ladders and chairs. It's like a whole shit show. Oh, yeah. It's all sorts of... There's a whole rigmarole you got to go through. I was the same way until I just got my apartment in uh, August. I was at home, and I never even left for college. So that was all super new to me, but it's 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 great, man. Yeah, and uh, Taryn, to pull the the curtain back a little bit he's from wisconsin and he pays about 24 dollars a month for rent because out there it's it's mad cheap compared to here <laughs> yeah you know it's it's nice but you know then i gotta get the sort of questions like what do you even do there is there anything besides cheese cows <laughs> corn that's pretty much all i get so and also questions for me asking you exactly what you do for work after you've told me 12 times you know what i'm saying yeah, that, but that's to be expected with you it kind of yeah. Dude, listen, we're about to take a turn for it. I don't know. Are we taking a turn for the worst with this COVID shit in the NFL, man? Because right as we were about to record, um, we kind of threw this together, this little layout for this episode. But the Jets uh, hometown team for, for myself, you know, being from New York, they had the whole training facility shut down as of today. The Arizona Cardinals are slated to leave for New York on Friday. Usually, for those that don't know, I think it's like nine times out of ten teams from the West Coast travel in East. They leave on Fridays because you get acclimated to the time change and then vice versa, right? Like East Coast team going out West, they'll leave Friday. So they spend Friday night and Saturday night over there. That's why, Taryn, I'm very excited to see when we're going to get a actual Vegas Raiders home home field advantage you know what i'm saying those cowboy yeah. rages out there <laughs> but but the packers i would assume cuz we have a 1 hour time difference correct yeah so i don't think when green bay plays in new york they leave on fridays i think they just leave the night before yeah i believe it's usually saturdays yeah saturdays they'll, they'll put the pictures up on social media and shit they're getting on the planes and whatnot oh, yeah. but the Cardinals, they're slated to fly out today. They're not sure whether they're going to leave to fly because they don't even know if the game is going to happen, right? Like someone tested positive over there with the with the New York Jets. And we already had another game. Two games have been moved this week. You had the Bills game is being moved again with the Titans. And then you had the Pats and the Broncos game. Now that's going to be on Monday. So... Taryn, my question to you, man, and I think we could open up this discussion because I think it's going to be interesting. Is every day when you wake up as a football fan, we're both football junkies, we're, you know, inject all the football in our veins. Every morning, are you just worried that the hammer is going to come down and they're going to be like, yo, it's a wrap. We're canceling the season. As of late. Yeah. Um, when it first kind of started. With the Titans, um, I believe it was like the first, you know, real big issue that we've had in the season. It was like, okay, like we skated through the first three weeks pretty much, you know, clean. But I, I'm, it was bound to happen at some point. But now it just seems to be spider webbing, and like it's just every. It's like you said, every morning I wake up and it's it's worse and worse. I was already worried about it yesterday, and then you get the Jets news today. I am, I'm a little afraid. I don't know how how it's going to go. And none of the other sports, as far as I'm aware, like, well, besides baseball, but, you know, who watches baseball? Um, <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> that made me yeah. chuckle. We're going to get some hate tweets. Send them over. Taryn Caravella on Twitter. Let them know. <laughs> the other sports, like uh, the NBA, the NHL, they didn't have this kind of hic- these kind of hiccups. So I'm not sure what it's going to look like, man. And, and I'm nervous. I don't want football to go away, you know, just like you, I'm sure. That would be a heartbreaker if they just had to end up, you know, tossing the season. Dude, for so many reasons, it would suck, right? And I don't want to be, you know, putting it out there, being a bearer of bad news. But it is our reality now, right? It's constantly things are changing. This is still a relatively new thing for the world having to deal with this. And I think with the NFL, the one issue that I have is what the Titans did was... It was rather ridiculous, the fact that they had these, like, private workouts and shit. And it's like, dude, you guys altered not only your season, but also Pittsburgh's. Because now Pittsburgh got to play, I think, 13 straight weeks, right? You never want to have a bye week this early. Your Packers are on a bye week this week. Not COVID-related, just like it just happened on the schedule. But from the most part, and, you know... uh, I don't, I don't remember if Dontari Poe said this on the podcast when I was with him, but we were we were shooting the shit afterwards for about a half hour. And uh, he was just telling me how, like, the bye week, ideal bye week is anywhere from 8 to 10. Week 8 to 10 is, like, when you want it. It's, like, the sweet spots in the middle of your season. That's exactly it. So you're the Titans, right? Get COVID. You get the COVID situation there. And then... You go and you do these like private workouts and like these like shady workouts that no one is supposed to know about. And then it leaks out. So you alter your season because now you have to go on this run of playing all those games consecutively. Then you got Pittsburgh also. And now it's like with the Bills game, that's scheduled for Sunday. It got moved to Tuesday afternoon. The Bills were actually supposed to play on Thursday night football against the Kansas City Chiefs next week. It was going to be one of the more marquee Thursday night football games of the year. Potentially two 5-0 and teams, I would say, heading into that. That would be like the most anticipated Thursday night football game in a long time. And with all that being said, and I know I'm kind of going on a rant right here. The hypocrisy by the NFL, and I love the NFL. It's my favorite sport it's the sport i'm the most passionate about but how do you preach player safety and then i know covid is throwing a wrench and everything but prior to this you were gonna have the chiefs play three games in 11 days (laughs) yeah it's it's always been like this for the nfl i'm the same way as you you know i love it to death i don't want the NFL to go anywhere, but they're they have a track record now for being hypocrites with that sort of things. Player safety, but then you know, low quality fields, all this stuff even before the the COVID situation. So yeah, it's rough, man. And I don't. It's with what you said with for the Titans. That's that's the big thing is that you gotta. It, it's really selfish. Like doing the things they're doing, they're not thinking of anyone else. It's other people's careers and stuff that could be getting changed. If you know, just like you said, certain teams individually. But if this ends up being a catalyst leading to a whole bigger situation where the season is shut, shortened or shut down, um, that's you know you're messing with guys' paychecks. It's dudes' livelihoods. 
Yeah, and also like just their their well being too, right? Like you well, can, right. yeah. You can also just like your physical health too. I think with the with the NFL. Let me ask you this one. If this Titans thing gets messier, should they have to forfeit these games? And the reason why I ask you that is because this was a protocol that was installed and sent out to all the NFL teams. Like, yo, look, we're not going to be able to do a bubble. I know the Saints have like a hotel bubble that they do where they kind of get everyone there and quarantine like two or three days before games in New Orleans. But that's like something that like Sean Payton and the Saints did on their own where they, they did what the UFC does, right? The UFC, you before you go to Abu Dhabi for Fight Island, you go to Vegas, you get a COVID test, you quarantine for 48 hours, then you go to Abu Dhabi, fucking COVID test, quarantine and shit, and then like your day starts, like your, yep. your, your, your trip starts. So the NFL from the beginning, I kept saying it, that they can't do a bubble because there's too many, not, I want to say too many teams. Cause like the NBA has just as many teams in the NHL as well, but it's too many players and coaching staffs and, and front office people. It's just too much to have that many people and have your eyes on that many people. With all that being said, do you think if this Titans situation gets messy and right now at the time that we're recording 12 in the afternoon, Eastern time, all results coming back from the Titans and the Patriots were negative. No positive tests in Tennessee as of this morning. No positive tests coming out of New England. So, like, those games are slated to be played on Monday and Tuesday. But in the event that something pops up, Taryn, what do you think? Should the NFL bring the hammer down on the Titans? So, with these workouts that they were doing, was it like a small group of players? Or was it just like this is a whole team situation, coaches know... And they're just doing like, but just trying to keep it under wraps. Do you know? Man, I have no idea. Because that's the kicker for me. Because if it's like a small group of players, I think punishing the whole organization might be a little much for me. You know, if there's some big head, like if the head coach was aware or the GM or any of that, I could see that. But if most of these guys are in the dark and you've got, you know, I don't know, five, ten, whatever it is, players, maybe suspend all of them, which, you know, that's a huge hit to your football team anyway. But there are guys that are taking it very, very seriously. And I, I just, I don't know, punishing everybody for a few people's mistakes, it, it never really quite sits right with me. But that's just my personal philosophy, I guess. So... I pulled up a tweet from a beat writer from the Titans and there was two groups of players, roughly 15 to 20 estimated. Um, Some of the photos that I'm looking at right now, it's like they're stretching. There's another one. They're running routes. Uh, Also, Another source, two sources said that Ryan Tannehill was there as well. Leader of your team just got paid. You kind of made him the guy over there. Lead by example. That's not really leading by example. When if if that guy's going against the rules, then it's like you know if a DB is like yeah fuck it I'm gonna do it too. So 
I don't know, man. They broke protocol, and this is a very scary and serious issue. Like, it altered... This whole shit altered the world, not just, like, football, right? Like, the whole world got flipped on its head. So, I don't know if if forfeiting isn't the move. Like, that might be how you punish them, right? The Titans are undefeated right now. And you just tell them, like, yo, listen, you fool me once shame on you fool me twice shame on me right that's how it goes yeah yeah i think i think i got that right you know i'm a professional i kind of remember that but uh but yeah man like look the first one all right there's gonna be scares people are gonna be popping up getting positive tests like it is what it is but like when you test positive and then you go and do some shit like this then i can't i can't hold your hand anymore yeah, yeah. I mean, it makes sense. And when you, you know, reading that, I think Ryan Tannehill being there is a big, a big part of it. It's not like he's a front office guy, but you know, it's that's it's like GM coach quarterback is what you kind of think of as like a the different you know little hierarchy as far as leadership goes. And and then with that many players too, you know, if it's five players, maybe you can suspend them all. But there's there's not even a purpose of suspending 20 players you're just you might as well forfeit at that point and it's it probably caused a bigger headache signing guys to practice squad bringing guys up to practice squad and maybe could even make the spread worse just an influx of new people you know that are in and around those uh other players so i think you're right man uh, it's and that an example i mean especially for it it shouldn't be like this but you know another team that's doing well with playoff aspirations, I'm sure they're not going to, would be less likely to go do some wild shit um, and put other people at risk if they know that it could end up with an L on their on their schedule. Yeah, you also had that picture of Gilmore that surfaced with... Oh, yeah. Pat like Mo- talking to Mahomes after the game. Yeah, people were losing their mind about that one. You know, even even Mahomes, man, they announced that his lady is pregnant. And he was like, yo, we're like, I haven't seen her. Like, we're, you know, because you don't know. You don't know until you get your test back and shit. Um, all right, let's take a break real quick just so I could do this ad read. And... Then we'll get into uh, sort of lighten the mood up a little bit. But you've counted on restaurants. Now they're counting on you. And while their dining rooms may be closed, they're still open for delivery with DoorDash. DoorDash is the app that brings you the food you're craving for right to your door. Ordering is easy. Open the DoorDash app. Choose what you want to eat. And your food will be left safely outside with the new contactless delivery drop-off setting. Choose from your favorite national restaurant like Chipotle, Wendy's, and the Cheesecake Factory. Yo, when it comes to fast food, what's? Give me your top three power rankings. Um, actual fast food: Chick Fil A, Wendy's. That three spot is tough. I'm not sure, but those are my top two usually. Never had Chick Fil A, but n- no oh my one. God. Come on. <laughs> no it's one bad. has. No one has ever told me a bad thing about that place. Wendy's is probably my favorite. Like traditional fast food spot, I would say that one. And yeah. uh, number three, man, yo, Chipotle's really grown on me. I'm, uh, I like Chipotle. It's really <laughs> grown on me, you know. So yeah, that's probably m- m- my top three. And then uh, honorable mention is probably like Zbarro's. I don't think we have that here. Wow, you don't have Zbarro's pizza? Uh huh. 
Dude. It's like an orgasm in your mouth. It's exactly what that's like. Many of your favorite local restaurants are still open for delivery too. Just open the DoorDash app, select your favorite local spots, and your food is on its way. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code BLUEWIRE. Don't forget, that's $5 off your first delivery, zero delivery fees on that order. Use the promo code BLUEWIRE for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. And while we're here, big ups to the members of the Patreon. We are at 60. Shout out to all of you. The artist known as Kenneth. Don't see a last name over here. So, you know, cool guy. Thank you for the contribution. New member of the Patreon. And also, oh, Costella. There we go. Why didn't it pop up earlier? Jesus. Kenneth, shouts to you, man. Thank you so much for your contribution. Orvica, Derek Pleates, Corey Johnson Hoops, Nick Chavez, Christopher Velasquez, and Bill's Mafia's own Flying Ryan Pisner. Thank you all for your contributions. Patreon.com slash Veterans Minimum to help the show grow for little as one American dollar a month. Could go to a nice cause, and then you get extra shit for $5 and more. So, Taryn, with all that being said, let me ask you this question. Mm-hmm. I think we've already seen that the Houston Texans have fired Bill O'Brien. Mm-hmm. Romeo Cornell is not going to be the guy there, right? No. So they're going to hire a new coach. I am going to throw this question at you. I think there's going to be five new positions opened, whether it's GM or head coach. Mm-hmm. In some situations, I think both. So, I want you to tell me which job would you pick of the ones that I'm going to list right now. And for those of you listening, at Veterans Minimum, tell us which of the five would you pick. We have the Detroit Lions, the Atlanta Falcons, the Houston Texans, both New York football teams. Taryn, if you had the option, you walk into a conference room and Roger Goodell's there. And all the owners of these franchises are there. Some of them, like the Giants, they have Joe Judge. But the GM seat is empty. Some of them, like the Jets, Joe Douglas is there. Head coach position's gonna be empty. Atlanta, talking to Allen, he thinks both those guys are gonna be gone. Quinn and Dimitrov. Houston, no GM, no head coach. Lions, Patricia is probably gonna go. So... As you walk into this room and you're looking at all the options in front of you, which one is the most enticing for you? Oh, man, I love these questions. Um, Not the Jets. (laughs) (laughs) You know, listen, I shouldn't be laughing because, like, the Giants are a dumpster fire, but it's like, you know, it's just, it's like the big brother, little brother thing. Like, the Jets are always just going to get picked on, so... Yeah, and I mean, I feel bad, and like, I considered for a second, like, you know, weighing pros and cons, like, maybe they have the first overall pick, I can get a quarterback that I want as a new head coach, like, that is pretty great, but I don't want to deal with that whole ownership structure, just the whole, everything they got going on there, I'll pass, like, it's just not worth, the number one pick and starting with, even if it's a Trevor Lawrence, isn't worth hanging my, you know, hitching my wagon to that horse, so... 
That one's off the table. The other ones are a little bit more enticing. To me, even though we kind of like briefly touched on it, like what does Houston really have to offer? Don Watson being there and having your quarterback situation figured out is really it really, you know, knocks that up the up the priority list. Oh man. I think that might be the one I choose. No GM, no coach. So either scenario, if I'm a coach, you know, maybe get a new GM in there and we can like work through our plan together or vice versa. Um, if I'm the GM, I can hire a coach that I, you know, that will put my vision into place. I think I like that spot. Hmm. How about you? So f- first and foremost, what I'm doing is I'm looking at all the quarterbacks that are there. Watson, Stafford, Matt Ryan, Sam Darnold, Daniel Jones. I think without question, Watson is the best quarterback of all of them. Right now. I think. My opinion. Of course, everyone's opinion is different. Uh, Stemming from your reaction to that, you don't agree. Wait, did I have a bad reaction to that? No, you kind of like, you kind of gave me a, I see your point, but. You're pretty good at reading facial expressions because that's kind of what I thought. Dude, listen, we were playing Among Us the other night, and it was the first time I ever played it, and I was spotting imposters left and right. Like, it was a layup. I'm, you know, it's it's the poker player in me, man. I'm I'm able to make some good reads. Look, all I'm saying, bro, I put it in the Discord. You can't play that game with me because you'll probably fire me, dude. I'll get a (laughs) one time. I'll have you like my little puppet just on strings, and you won't want to work with me anymore. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, but so who would you who would you pick in that scenario? Uh, uh, from from a quarterback standpoint, which one do you think is is the best right now? Um, of all those guys, I I'm a Matty Stafford guy. It seems like it would be Matty Stafford for you. I kind of figured that's the guy that you would. Uh, yeah, I'm a Matty Stafford guy, but it's just for like pure like if I had to take one to win a game for me right now, that's kind of who I would like. Um. But Deshaun Watson is right there. Like, I don't even think it's much of a difference. And um, obviously the youth is there. So it's I, – I still see what you're saying. And I, I'm not – I don't know how my facial expression looked. But it's not – I don't think it's crazy to say that Deshaun Watson is the best out of there. If – for me, he's, like, not even really number two. I'd go, like, 1A, 1B, Stafford Watson. So, so my – I'm leaning towards Houston, but in doing so, you're just banking on Watson because you don't have much, and I'm pretty sure we touched on it on the last episode, you don't have much that you can do with this roster next year. Like, if I'm taking this job, I'm like, yo, listen, 2021, shit's going to be rough, fam. 2022 is when we can start making moves. We don't have a first-round pick. We have a lot of cap space tied to guys that are kind of not playing at a high level. You don't have the ability to rebuild right away. Watson's contract that he just signed, that gets ticked up. So you don't have that luxury of, yo, I still got that rookie quarterback contract, right? So I want to say Houston. I feel like that's not the answer. Because everything around Watson is so suspect. 
Um, If I'm just looking at it from a quarterback standpoint, again, when you have a quarterback, and I think it's very important for people to understand this, when you have a quarterback like Kyle Shanahan and and Lynch in San Francisco, they bought their cribs out there. They didn't rent them. Like, you buy your... I forgot where I... I think it was Bill Polian's book. I read Bill Polian's book one time. And he mentioned that, like, yo, when I got Peyton Manning, I knew that I bought, I could buy my house in Indianapolis because I knew that no matter what, I'm going to be here for a decade because that guy, we're never going to, they're never going to fire me because I'm going to be winning double digit games every single year. Yep. So with Watson, I have that stability there at that position. I think the, this might surprise you because you said no to this team. Assuming they they get the number one pick, I think it has to be the Jets. Mm. And I know ownership sucks. I get it. But you have the number one pick, and you could do a lot. We kind of laid out the blueprint to what they could do potentially tail end of last episode. Got a lot of good feedback on that discussion if you guys want to go check it out. But just to reiterate a little bit, you have the number one pick. You could do a lot, right? You can either stay with Sam Darnold, which... Honestly, man, I kind of, I don't know, because Trevor Lawrence is such a like, <laughs> such a prospect, right? But you could do one of two things, right? You, you take Trevor Lawrence and then maybe you could trade Darnold and get a lot in return for him as well. You know, dudes, he's younger than Joe Burrow. He's younger than the, the number one pick in the draft this year. And he has two years of NFL experience in one of the worst situations in the league. So I think assuming you get the number one pick, Whichever decision you make, I think I could win with because then I'm going to have all these extra picks from Seattle. I'm going to have those picks from the Colts trade. Uh, um, no, not the Colts trade. I'm sorry because they lost picks on that one when they. But and you're going to have a lot of money too, regardless, because Donald still hasn't gotten paid and then you're not going to pay Trevor Lawrence. So I know it sounds crazy, but I think I would lean towards the Jets. Assuming, assuming. Like, I'm pulling up to them in January for this meeting, not today. Because, yeah. like, if it's January and I know they got the number one pick, I'm going to be like, all right, bet. We'll do this. Yeah, and I don't think it's crazy because when you first asked, that actually was my number one choice. Like, just right the top off the top of my head. Um, again, assuming they have the number one pick. But I just – I per, it's just a personal thing. For, like, years, just seeing how that place is, is run from the top down, I don't even know if it's a good situation, even if it's a good situation, you know, with number one pick, new quarterback, we got draft picks, we got cap space, we got this, that, and the other thing. I just think that I can, you know, do things elsewhere and I don't have to, to deal with all that. So that's kind of where I come from, but I, I don't hate it at all. I mean, that set aside, it's everything you said is great. I mean, it's a, they're in a good spot to be able to rebuild. You know, if, if I'm looking at the Atlanta situation, I don't like that Matt Ryan is on his, what is he on? Would you say the 16th hole? If he was playing eight, if, if your whole career was 18, he's at 16, right? Yeah. It's like, he's not old enough to kick out the door yet, but it's like, we're getting there. Yeah, if you're taking the Atlanta job in this scenario, it's one of those situations where you're just going to go all in on 2021. And it's like a ride off into the sunset year for Matt Ryan. 
and it's like a I'm going all in just for this one year. Like Julio's above thirty, right? And he's like, shit, this dude, man. And everyone knows how much I love Julio Jones. This guy can't make it through quarters anymore, it seems like. Yeah. Right? Like even that first game against the Seahawks, he put up like hundred and fifty plus receiving yards on like seven or eight catches, but it's like he's like hobbled every time. You know, mm-hmm. he's just so Trying it for one last ride, one last like go at it. That's the only logical scenario I could put in my head if I'm Atlanta. If I'm the Giants, you're kind of in the same situation as the Jets. I think I would say, and I'll let you answer this so I don't get called bias. If you're looking at the rosters, don't the Giants have more talent than the Jets? Yes, I, I would say so. I quarterback aside and like front quarterback and front office aside, I would rather have the New York Giants than the Jets. Yeah, I think I think that is the answer. You I know? think they have better talent and have more valuable positions. Basically, why better? They have better wide receivers. It's like a really big one for me because that's that's a huge position of value in my mind. And I, it's not like they have you know their own Julio Jones or anything yet, but. But I like a lot of their pieces. Um, and, you know, if I can get in there before they give a big contract to Saquon Barkley, then, you know, that helps too. So. Well, I was going to mention that you also need to think of that scenario as is that you have one of the better running backs in the league. Like, yo, call me crazy, dude, but I think when Saquon comes back, you're getting the same Saquon. Maybe, like, week one or two might be a little sluggish, like they always <laughs> are, but I think you're going to get a 1,800 all-purpose yard back like right off the bat dude he's gonna have a legitimate one full year to rehab and to get back into the swing of things he's not being rushed back in and you know he's only 23 like this isn't like he's 28 and he suffered this injury you'd be feeling different so the last team that i want to mention on here is detroit and I think top to bottom, they might have the best roster. Yeah, I, I think I would agree. It's And the coaching is the problem. So, you know, maybe that they're a good spot. But I think Matthew Stafford is also on the 16th hole, 15th hole, maybe. No, no. I think he's more – he's definitely on the back nine. But who would have thought this many golf references, by the way? Jesus <laughs> Christ. I think he's more like hole 13. Okay. What'd you say? You said 16. Yeah, I said 16, 15. So it's just funny that we keep, now we're just using golf holes. Nah, yeah, but like, like he's, he's, you know, he probably has two or three more years like he has now. And then after that, it's going to be where things are going to get altered a little bit for him. So, uh, their their defense, I don't think, is that bad. I think it's the coaching, really, that is just exposing them. And then they have some talent or uh, uh, skill position players as well, too. You know, like, I don't know what the fuck they're doing in the backfield. Like, you spend second-round picks in two of the last three seasons on running backs, which already both of us are not a fan of. Actually, second round, I'm not that uh, against, as opposed to, like, a top-ten draft pick on a running back. But then you sign AP, what, t- 72 hours before week one and he's your bell cow running back now 
it's just it's just a shit show. So that's how I would probably pick the Jets in this scenario to to either coach them or to be GM. I think the Lions have the most talent. I think the Giants, if they were to land the number one pick, I would pick them kind of thing. Like easily my first choice if they if they were bad enough to get the number one pick. Yeah, so like assuming the Jets or the Giants get the number one pick, knowing that going into these meetings, I would probably pick that side. And if I would feel more confident in the ability to make a quicker turnaround with the Giants, because like you said, they have better players at certain positions than what the Jets have. Yeah. All right, man. Uh, I'm I'm curious to see some of the feedback for this one because I, I really like this discussion on this one. This was uh, fun. You know, you mentioned how you like these kind of questions. I, I, I like thought-provoking questions like this too. And you know what? Like we're showing love to teams that have what a combined one win. We just spent 15 minutes on five teams that have one win. So, you know. We do shit different over here. That's what I'm saying. So, guys, enjoy week five. Taryn, you're the man. Where can they find you? Uh, you can find me at Taryn Caravella. That's T-A-R-E-N-C-A-R-A-V-E-L-L-A on Twitter. And then uh, my Instagram is at Taryn Caravella with a dot in the middle. At the Lamb Show is where you can find me. At Veterans Minimum is where you can find everything for the show. Once again, shout outs to all the members of the Patreon. Rate review on iTunes. Uh, I've been told that I got to start saying that more because it helps the podcast grow. So please go over there. Tell us congrats. Tell us uh, Taryn has terrible takes. Tell him he has good takes. Tell us whatever. Whatever you want to say. Just make sure it's five stars because I'm sensitive and I want to be loved. Thank you all for listening, and we'll catch you guys next time. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.